You're now listening to a Binge Brew Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Binge Proof Brain podcast. The title of today's podcast episode might be a little bit off-putting. I know that. <laughs> I want you to know that we are not going to discuss the answer to this dumb question. <laughs> this episode is about the types of questions you ask yourself and their impact on your eating disorder recovery process. So I want to use this episode to quickly talk about brain science and to be more specific about the neurocognitive phenomenon called instinctive elaboration. I'm going to also give you a lot of examples of better quality questions you can ask yourself so that they guide you towards food freedom. But first, tell me if this is you. And now I'm going to give you the examples of low quality questions. So tell me, is this your inner monologue? Have you been asking yourself these questions on a regular basis? Why can't I eat like a normal person? Why is this happening to me? How is this possible to eat so much in one sitting? What if I never stop gaining weight? What is wrong with me? Why can't I stop eating sugar? Why I'm still struggling with food and weight? Am I the only one who can't figure this out? Am I too fat? What if no one ever loves me because I'm too fat? So please tell me what happens when you ask yourself these kind of questions. Well, nothing good. Because you know, questions trigger a mental reflex known as instinctive elaboration. Let's discuss the science behind it. So there are various sensory information surrounding us. And brain wants to make sense of the world around us. So it has to, you know, automatically and unconsciously interpret that information based on our prior knowledge, expectations and beliefs. It is, it is the process in which our brain fills in the gaps in order to create a complete and coherent picture of your experience, but again, using your prior experiences. <laughs> and as I said, it happens with all sensory information, but also when a question is posed. So our brains are hardwired to seek answers. So when they hear a question, your brain wants to answer it. We are not good at multitasking, so finding the answer kind of takes over the brain's thought process. So if you ask yourself wrong questions, your brain will come up with the answers that are probably unhelpful and that will influence how you perceive and interpret the world around you, how you perceive yourself and your ability to overcome binge eating. Let's come back to those low-quality questions you've been asking yourself so far. So let's, for example, take a question, what's wrong with me? And let's try to answer it. First, you need to ask yourself, like, is answering this question, like, what's wrong with me? Is this really helpful? 
Because, you know, brain hears this question and then instinctive elaboration, mental reflex kicks in and then brain suggests you a lot of answers based on your previous experiences. And we also know that brain has negativity bias. So brain remembers negative events more. Um, So when you ask yourself that question, your brain comes up with a lot of examples, reasons and justifications why you are broken, what's wrong with you, and that probably you will never be able to recover from binge eating. But of course, don't believe me. Just do this exercise on your own. And choose a question you often ask yourself, maybe something like, why can't I stop eating? And give your brain a moment to think about the answer. Your answers probably will be something along the the lines like, I have no willpower. I'm a food addict. It's a habit. I'm a greedy person. Sugar is addictive. I have no self-control. I deserve to suffer, etc. So yeah, sure, good job, brain. You came up with so many answers, but we have zero zero proof that that answer, that it is true. Like absolutely universally true? No, probably not. Those are just the, the answers that they feel true to you in the moment because brain doesn't like to contradict itself. Brain doesn't like to be wrong. So it suggests you those answers, but they are not true. Now, think about what would happen if you would allow your brain to brainstorm ideas about how overcoming binge eating is possible for you, how you can feel sane about food, how you can be more intuitive with highly processed foods. Brainstorming answers to those questions would be more beneficial for you. So ask yourself the right questions and allow the instinctive elaboration to work and enjoy a little motivational boosts. Asking yourself right questions gives you more positive outlook on life. And we know what that we change best by feeling good. The more positive thoughts you have, probably the more positive emotions you experience and more positive actions you take. If you want to recover from an eating disorder, you need to start asking yourself better quality and insightful questions. And I want to give you a couple of examples of really so much better quality questions. And I quickly categorize them into three categories. The first one is about, you know, questions related to mealtimes. The other one is questions you can ask yourself after binge. And the third category is just general questions uh, for people who are working towards food freedom. So again, just just my examples from the top of my head. You can probably find better examples, but I still want to show you how it works. During mealtimes, instead of asking yourself questions like, how can I eat as little as possible? How can I tame my appetite? How should I shame myself into eating less? Please ask yourself different set of questions. And here are the examples. What do I really want to eat? Do I like my reason for wanting to eat this now? How can I end this meal without deprivation? What can I do to honor my health today? How can I honor my hunger today? 
What can I do to feel my emotions instead of eating them today? How can I make better food choices that benefit me? Am I confusing physical hunger with boredom? What am I hoping to get out of this snack? What can I add to this meal to increase mental satisfaction? How can I make eating without food rules more fun? Now a couple of good quality questions that you can ask yourself after binge and again replace questions like what's wrong with me? How could I be so stupid to eat so much? How can I burn these calories off? Uh, So replace these kind of questions with other questions like these. (laughs) What is my best next step? What I am making this binge mean? What's the one thing I can do today to still make progress in my recovery? How can I take better care of myself post-binge? How do I want to think about this binge? How do I really want to feel about it? What is perfect about it? What is funny about it? How can I learn from it? And now a couple of questions about general binge eating recovery. How will I know that I'm fully recovered? What help do I need? How can I figure this out? What resources can I tap into to make sure I feel ready to leave binge eating behind me? How can I overcome binge eating permanently and have fun at the same time? How will I make today better than yesterday? How can I feel excited about my future as a person who eats intuitively? How can I make my mental health a priority today? What do I love about myself and my body today? What am I grateful for? Am I focusing on what I want or what I don't want? Am I more loyal to my past self or my future self? Am I willing to be wrong to recover from binge eating? Am I willing for other people to be wrong about me? So when you come up with your own quality questions, just remember to avoid dead-end questions. So the questions that you would answer with just yes or no. And examples of dead-end questions are something like, am I a food addict? Am I greedy? Am I broken? I I don't believe that, (laughs) you know, answering those questions, pondering about them uh, is helpful. And also they do not really allow for that much instinctive elaboration. (laughs) I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. Definitely, in my opinion, it was very practical. I want you to remember that those small changes can make a huge difference that permanently alters the trajectory of your life and it all starts with the way you are thinking, with your beliefs, with your mindset. Even for a moment, think about plane. So if a plane alters its course by a tiny number of degrees, especially at the beginning of its journey, it ends up in a completely different destination. It can get to a different country, maybe even to a different continent. So Please keep that in mind. I know that every day it doesn't feel like you're making a progress, but the changes you are making, they they compound over time and you're going to see some changes at some point, you know, looking, uh, looking back. And it all, as I said, it all starts 
with the way you are thinking. <laughs> and I hope that today's better quality questions will help you to, uh, to change your mindset around food and about your capabilities. If you know somebody who could benefit from today's podcast episode, go ahead and share with them link. And for now, I'm going to wish you great rest of your day and see you in the next episode. Bye! If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.